Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan, home of the wildly entertaining podcast released every Tuesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Go to clevelandsportsfan.com for links to our podcast as well as links to our YouTube and Patreon channels. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Davis. I'm happy to be here this morning. Our other hosts are Mr. Burley Gunner and Mr. Oshimaida. Go. And how was the past three days for you, Burley? Well, it was not bad. Um, today was a beautiful day. I played beautiful golf like I always do. Shout out to shout out to Jake. Um, the kid Who's played, Jake. Never heard yeah, of him. The kid played solid golf today, and he beat me. And not only did he beat me, because I played excellent golf too. He stepped on my throat. Um, but other than that, I grilled up some grilled up some guac. Um, I'm watching some some hockey. We're doing pretty good. So how does it feel to be a smaller man than your brother? Oh, I'm no smaller man. He just had a great he had a great day. And I'm there to play go I'm I'm there to play great golf and to have a great time and have great weather or rain. Honestly, I, I love golfing in the rain, but but hey. He had a, he had a hell of a day, and I got to give him his credit where credits due, and and there's no there's no shame on my part. Mister Oshimaida, how about you? <laughs> it sounds like he's playing golf with an imaginary person because he's <laughs> losing because I have no idea who Jake is. <laughs> oh, and by the way, how was the doctor? It are went are you dying? Not sure yet. They'll let me know Monday. Uh, when do I get my money? You still might no, owe me a hundred bucks. You know when they let me know. All right. But Scott, when, he, Scott when he dies and I get my cash, I'll make sure you get your hundred bucks. That's a, <laughs> I still haven't got my 20 bucks from the Super Bowl. Remember Ooh. that? Remember Ooh. that? Remember that? I, I remember that. Hey, he has debit cards. Oh, and Ford. I still haven't gotten that money yet. 
Oh, I sent the money to you. Yeah, but you I sent the money to you. You did not accept the money. I tried to accept the money. Mm. I, I, I don't know when when it comes to money. I I I think I would figure out a way to press that accept button. Okay. And scene. <laughs> All right, guys, let's let's let us head into the news. Next up here with Burley Gunna. All right, well, there's been several no hitters um, over the over the MLB season thus far. We're only not even a a third of the way there. Corey Kluber throws a no hitter last night against the Texas Rangers, his former team. That's seven no nos this season. We're not even halfway through, guys including Bumgardner's seven inning, that would be included in that seven no-nos, but six, technically nine, but I call it seven with, with Mad Bums, with Mad Bums no-nos. How are we feeling about the no-nos this, 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 this summer, guys? Well, what'd you say? Yeah, right. there's, there's six plus, Madison? Yes, there's the six, and so then there's, flat, there's, there's technically seven. But only six of them were nine innings. Madison Baumgartner did it in seven. So we have six and two-thirds no-hitters, basically. Sure, sure. Um, I don't think this is anything to be concerned about whatsoever. This has happened in the past, maybe not as frequent and early. Some of the guys that are doing it, but I don't think it's a big deal whatsoever. I mean, I mean, hey, maybe Shane Bieber will get one this year. Scott? I... I'm still kind of trying to grasp these no hitters with seven innings. Uh, I, I don't know how to wrap my head around this. I don't think that you can say that there were eight no hitters. Uh, but one well, no, of there were six, but seven counting Bumgarner. You know, in the end, I'm glad that it's happening. Uh, it, it it's making baseball exciting. And yes, I'm hoping that Shane Bieber will have one, but I don't know with the way that he's been playing. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, let me, let me ask one question real quick before you go on to the next topic. If, if, if I'm allowed is okay. It was seven innings. You're only allowed to pitch as many innings as they let you pitch. And I believe he only gave up one walk. If I'm, my memory serves me correctly. I mean, I would rather see that than a guy throw nine inning no hitter, give up eight walks and three errors and a couple of pass balls and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think it's an, if you're only allowed to pitch seven innings, then it's a no hitter. Moving on to the NBA, LeBron and the Lakers last night moved past the Warriors. They trailed most of the game until the fourth quarter, but the final score of Los Angeles 103, Golden State 100. The Warriors will host the Grizzlies in a winner go home. Friday, guys, how do we feel about LeBron moving past Curry and the Warriors? Blah. Blah. Blah, blah. Oh, by the way, blah. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay, well, I'm really fired up about this. <clears throat> because number one, I was teased in making this think that that was an elimination game for starters, which it wasn't. Not so for the Lakers. Not for the Lakers and Warriors. 
It was an elimination game for the, the lower seeds. I get – okay, I understand that now. That's why the last show I asked, I didn't understand what was going on. But I, I get it now. But that's not even the point. That's not even the point. I watched that game. That is the only NBA game I have watched this entire season for more than two minutes. And I watched the entire thing, including the halftime show. And when that game started the third quarter, the officiating totally changed. Golden, they were not, Golden State was up 13 and 15 points. And they started calling charges where the guys were in the circle. And they were calling ticky-tack fouls. And yeah, that shot by LeBron was amazing. I'm not taking that away from him. I mean, that, that shot's made one out of 100 times. The game should have never been that close. The referees took that game away from Steph Curry. In the NHL, the Boston Bruins took a 2-1 to lead in the series in the East. The Hurricanes also, they took a 2-0 lead over the Predators in the Central. The Colorado Avalanche took care of the uh, COVID-infested St. Louis Blues. Um, that series is going south really, really quick. The Blues really don't have anybody. Um, and the Jets, the Jets of Winnipeg shocked the Oilers in game one. Connor McGregor, Connor, excuse me, yeah, Connor McGregor. Connor, <laughs> Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid held scoreless in last night's game. These teams will be back on the ice Friday night in their respectful games. The Islanders and Penguins knotted up at one. They will play tonight in game three in New York. And the Lightning hold a 2-0 lead against the Panthers, who are the two-seed, and they're back on the ice tonight. Any comments on the NHL? Who else? Wait, did you say the Golden Knights? The Golden Knights play. They will play um, tonight also. They're tied with the, the Wild at 1-1. One one. Okay. They're in Minnesota, though, now. That's Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I don't think I have worried about the Golden Knights whatsoever. Actually, they, I, I, I'm not, not worried at all. I'm um, not worried one bit. I, I'd actually like to see Connor McDavid and Connor McGregor fight. That would be pretty sweet. Well, that and one fell flat. Outside of St. Louis having the COVID blues, I mean, I think the favorites are going to keep advancing. All right. Since we last talked about the Tribe, they picked up a series win out in Anaheim after dropping the first game Monday night. The Tribe back home this weekend <coughs> against the Twins. Tristan McKenzie takes the bump tomorrow night against the Minnesota Twins. think this is going to be a good game. Minnesota started out a little bit rough. They're, they've gotten a little bit, but they lost tonight, though. Uh, I think they lost tonight. Uh, they had a doubleheader today. I think they split. Did they? Yeah, but I'm with you, Scott. I think it's time for them to start turning it around. I, I, uh, think, I, I think this is a great time for Tristan McKenzie to actually come out and be a strong pitcher. Uh, Minnesota is is not as strong as, as the other teams that he's gone up against. I think this is going to be his outing. Isn't Minnesota like 10 games out? I mean, they're, they're, they're having a horrible I, season. They're close. 
I was looking at the standings today, and I believe Minnesota is nine and a half or ten games out of first place. Um, yeah, I think it's a good series for the Indians to get healthy, not not health wise, but bat wise. They did beat Otani yesterday because, again, like I, I told you guys last week, if you're going to use him as a pitcher and an everyday player, it's not going to work. And his velocity is way down. You don't watch him. That's the problem. You don't watch him. You don't watch Otani. That's the problem. And the Twins are 12 games back, but I do think that they're going to start games. blossoming. And I don't okay. like it. I don't like that the tribe are rolling it. They're rolling into Cleveland this weekend, honestly. I just don't. I think Bieber's pitching Saturday, but I mean, the hell with that. We don't we don't know anything. We, he's not been he's not I mean, he's just been a average pitcher to me. Well, Bieber's not been consistent this this season. I, I don't know what's going on in his head. It it could be a mental thing. It could be the fact that that once again, the team around him is not as strong as it was last year. You want to know what, another thing that I've noticed with Bieber this year? I feel as if his social media advertising and his just interaction on social media has gotten so much more. Um, he's doing a lot more. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. That's just something that I thought of. But that's what I have for the news. Well, I, before we move on from the Indians, what do you guys think about, about bringing Miller up? And hurt. I mean, why? Not? I mean, he's he's batting four ninety right now. And hurt. Why not? There's no reason why not. There's no reason why not. There's guys on our bench that are hitting two hundred. There's guys in our starting nine that are hitting two hundred. Not even. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not being generous. Like I legit mean like 200, 210, 211. Uh, we, like, we we've still got two people that are hitting under under. 150 right now yeah isn't it weird they they try but we're just hitting home runs and not really have a good batting average it's like the exact opposite of what normally would be and the pitching has not been really that dominant either it's they're weird they're being really weird it's very very weird i mean jose is jose and framiel are the only two that are being consistent all the way through oh i can't say that because josh naylor's actually been been uh, he, he's not the home run king, but he's a, at least getting RBIs. It, it, everyone else on this team is spotty. Yeah, and what? And can I just say something right now? And I love the dude, my doll, Eddie Rosario. Where the hell's he at? I, Where's he at? He's in I, left field, literally. You know, I. I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything bad, but I really want to. Caesar Hernandez hard because they're really they're they're above what the expectation was. So I get it. It's hard. Caesar Hernandez is getting better, where Rosario is starting to slip backwards. I, it's it's like one step forward, two steps back. It's reminding me of the year that we had three years ago, when Jose Ramirez came out and didn't hit a ball until almost the all-star break. It, I remember that, that is that is the season that this is starting to remind me of. Yeah. It it's it's it feels weird. It feels weird for me because I projected them to be a 90 win ball club. I projected them to be in the playoffs. They're trending good, but what I see is just 
it's not good when, yeah, you, you might have a good record. You might be above 500. You may not be a few games behind first place of the Chicago White Sox. But if you think about how they're winning games, it's not how the Indians should be winning games. The Indians should be winning games by the starting pitching going seven innings, giving up no more than two runs, and us pushing a third run in somewhere along the game. That's not how we're winning ball games. So I don't know if I should be scared about that or if I should look at it as a positive way and think, well, that's going to eventually come in. At least we're winning games other ways. I don't know. What do you think, Bob? I'm not worried about Eddie Rosario. He, he's a professional hitter. He will figure it out. They need to find a place in the lineup and stick him there and just let him go. Um. I mean, I, I keep hearing about how good these White Sox are. I mean, two games behind them. So how, how bad? Wait, the, the White Sox turmoil is is beyond is beyond no, repair. About how now. good they are and how much better than they are than everybody else. It, it two doesn't. Games ahead of us. It doesn't guys, matter that the manager has lost control of his of his team. It, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Oh. That has nothing to do with what I was saying. What I'm Ooh. saying is Tony LaRussa. Tony LaRussa. That thing's going to go away. That I mean, it, that was it'll, idiotic. It'll blow over after a couple of weeks, but how much damage is going to be done between now and then? But, okay, but my point, the point I'm raising is, is you guys laid out, the Indians have all these guys batting, you know, a couple guys under 200. No one's really hitting outside of a couple of guys. You don't trust Bieber right now. You don't trust your pitching. You sh- and yet these White Sox, everybody is just so enamored with. We're only two games behind them. So how bad can the Indians really be? They got one thing that other teams don't have, and that's Terry Francona. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Scott, Scott doesn't think boy. God doesn't think that's a good idea. Uh, I wouldn't boy. say that God doesn't like that. Once again, I, I wouldn't say that I <laughs> I will never say that I don't like Terry Francona. I think I'm it's time not, for a change. I'm starting and Scott, I'm starting to be on that. I'm honestly starting to be on that. It's I love Terry Francona. He waits too long. To pull his pitchers, he he has too much faith, and that that bites you in the. It happened the other time. night. I was watching it the other night. I watched it happen the other night. I when when it, it was the no hitter, was it? There was a game the other night. I believe it was the no hitter where I was watching, and I, and I said, you know, Scott's right. He's leaving him in so long. There's no one even warming up in the pen right now. I don't even I don't remember exactly, but it happened. I watched it live. Now that's when that's when Classe gave up the save. Maybe I don't know. I'm not Guys, sure. It, I'm not one hundred percent. It's happening in more games than one. I, yeah, I but mean, it's but, with, but it happens with every team. The no hitter. He ended up leaving his his pitcher in too long. Uh. Bieber, I was actually surprised that he took him out in the fourth. I was thoroughly yeah. expecting him to leave him in until the sixth. Well, maybe he's realizing we, that his we pitch had, count is way up there. 
We we hadn't hit 150 pitches yet. <laughs> hey. Oh, sweet fancy Moses, you guys kill me. Yeah, it's Tony Larissa's the same thing though. Tony Larissa is an old style manager. It's a different game now. It's time to advance. Oh, hold on, I gotta get this. Hello. Oh, hi, mom. How are you? Oh, you're listening. Oh, you want me to tell Ryan and Scott that they're full of shit? All right, all right, mom. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, damn. I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> it was worth it just to see your face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anything else, Bob? No. Nope, Anything else on me. the Cleveland Indians? I cannot Baker, they wait. They need to put Baker Mayfield in right field and bat him seventh. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. I think that will close out the news. That's Scott's block. How's everyone doing? Welcome back. Good to see you. Oh, let's talk about another round turn. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. If I have to put up with listening about the NBA, you will both have to put up with listening. Hey, we don't talk about the NBA. We talk about LeBron James. That's right. The GOATs. That's what I talk about. I don't talk about the NBA. I don't talk about the NBA. I don't talk about the NBA. The I talk about LeBron James. Biggest weekend in motorsports is coming up. Speaking of Yay. motorsports, I'm freeway out my house. Memorial Day weekend. The Monaco Grand Prix. The Coca-Cola 600. And the Indianapolis 500. All on the same day, right? Wrong, yeah, because yeah, Formula One has gone and fucked everything up. Formula One is going to run the Monaco race this weekend instead of on the biggest weekend of motorsports. Does that mean there won't be any lines? No, no betting lines. I can just get him. I'm not even here to talk about betting lines yet. There's always just asking, betting I'm lines. Just asking, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Holy hell, Batman. Somebody please help me in understanding why a tradition that has gone on for years that has not been changed since 2003 was the last time that Formula One changed it why we are changing it this year COVID is not a freaking thing any longer i am sick and tired of hearing about the COVID. we've opened up texas we've opened up ohio get your off the couch and get in there and watch a race oh sweet jesus why let me ask you this and i'm no expert in the auto race okay um 
my neighbor, when, when I was growing up, he used to like Jeff Gordon. But, I, I mean, I don't really know too much about it. But let me ask you this. How would COVID, you'd think that racing is like the one sport like golf and tennis where COVID shouldn't be a problem. You would think that, um, but you, you've got about 50 people traveling with each team. And that's 50 people that are in close proximity to each other. Last year, the racing was basically postponed for most of the season because of the fact that they couldn't figure out how to get people into the other countries, quarantine for 14 days. I mean, the cost just became astronomical. So I can understand it as far as last year goes, but that has no bearing on them changing the date of the Monaco Grand Prix. The only reason to change that date is because you're wanting to screw the two other racing organizations that are racing on the same weekend. There's more than two. I, I guess what my question would be is you said these, all three of these races have always been on Memorial day weekend. Yes. Well, how did they get the same drivers to, to run three races? And on that note, we're going to go to block B. That's Ryan's block. Anyway, you know what? Can we bring it back to Cleveland, actually? I don't want to talk about Texas. I want to talk about Cleveland. I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns. Oh, they need a dome. have put together the first .0 Browns edition schedule of next season. They need a dome. No domes here, Scott. There's no domes here. They need a chrome dome. Boys, boys, there's going to be an article posted on the website. Check it out sometime this weekend. It'll be posted. But last season, boys, the Cleveland Browns shocked the world, including Cleveland fans. Even you, Scott. Even you. Even my father. Oh, no, no, no. You did not. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The Cleveland Browns last year went to the playoffs for the first time since 2002 when they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Playoffs? They avenged a 20-year drought and defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that's not who we're talking about. That's not who we're worried about. Let me tell you this right now, boys. Week one, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the Cleveland Browns. Let's get that out of the way. I'll nip that in the butt right now. I'm not going to lead you on. But let me explain to you that that's not necessarily such a bad thing. Patrick Mahomes is 10-0 and in September. Let me repeat that. Patrick Mahomes is 10-0 and in September. And Andy Reid is the greatest September coach of all time. Okay? Are we following? The Browns, I believe, were given a gift from the NFL gods 
to have to play the Kansas City Chiefs what? in week one at Arrowhead. I think that is a gift. Number one, it sets the bar high. It sets the level very, very high. Even if they lose that game, they wouldn't have to see Kansas City for another three to four months in the playoffs. Playoffs? I'm not worried about the Kansas City Chiefs in week one. I'm not worried about the Kansas City Chiefs giving us one of our four losses. Yeah. One of four. And I'll tell you what the four are. It's not coming in, it's not coming in week two. Because with or without Deshaun Watson, the Browns home and op- home opener. Are you kidding me? The first time the Browns can sell out as the Cleveland Browns, the new Cleveland Browns, the first time they can sell out that stadium, there's no way in hell they lose that game. There's no, there's no, no. I can tell you right now what, what the weekend of September 18th, the segment of Burley's Beats will be highlighted by putting your house on the Browns to beat the Houston Texans. One and one. Oh, boy. One and one. One and one. Now, they get to play maybe Justin Fields. We don't know. Chicago. I don't think it matters. Unless Justin Fields, I think he's going to be the best quarterback in the draft. But unless he proves that he's somehow Patrick Mahomes, he's not beating Cleveland. He's not beating Cleveland. So you're two and one. And now you've got a homecoming with Kevin Stefanski at Minnesota. And you already know he ain't losing that game. No way in hell. No way in hell. No chance he loses that game. You got Kirk Cousins. Does any? I think we can all agree thus far. But through the four games, are there any things that you guys disagree on? Make it quick, also. Please. I think I think the Browns will beat Kansas City. Scott. Enough I of think that. the Browns will lose. Scott. I think the Browns will lose to the my uh, Minnesota Vikings. You think the Browns are going to lose to the Vikings homecoming? Homecoming night? Scott, that was my favorite day in high school. That was the best night. You don't lose those kind of nights. Mm. You don't lose homecoming. Mm. All right, moving on. I'm going to probably stir up the pot a little bit on this one, but I quite don't give it. Wow. (laughs) The Browns at this point have lost one and won three. Their first, they lost. Now they've won three in a row. Oh, wait. I have. Yeah, they lost two. Sorry. Two. Two. To you. To you. That's fine. That's fine. But that's not how this 1.0 is going. You're welcome. Their second loss is going to come in week five when they travel to L.A. and take on the 2021 MVP, Justin Herbert. That's what you get for disrespecting auto Would you just say MVP? MVP. Justin Herbert is my guy to win the MVP next season. The Los Angeles Chargers are also my pick to win the AFC West, and I think those two teams, the Browns and Chargers, are going to have the two best records. And I think that game is going to be a dogfight in L.A. I don't think the Browns are going to come out victorious. 
and that puts the Browns at three and two. Now, here's my least favorite game of the entire schedule. <laughs> that, now they yeah. have to go and play the Arizona Cardinals. Hold on. How, how are you saying that it, that's three and two? Excuse me? Three wins, two losses. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Three and two. They're three. They've three oh, wins. Because two I, losses I think it's going to be three and two, but it's going to be the other way around three losses and two wins. But go that ahead. It's two and three. I, I digress. Anyway, it's what you get for being next, a motor this sports next hater. Game, this next game, <laughs> this next <laughs> game that we have against Arizona. Kind of makes me a little uneasy because I like the Cardinals this year. I really do. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, I think the Browns might have this circled for one or two reasons. The J.J. Watt thing, I think Baker's got a little chip on his shoulder because it's Kyler Murray versus Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma Sooners going up against each other. I think that sparks a little thing for Baker Mayfield especially okay. because there's a lot of guys in, in, in our business that put Kyler Murray ahead. So I have the Browns actually winning that game, but that is such a toss up for me. I could go either way. So that puts the Browns four and two. Okay. Mm. Okay. I have, them Aaron beating, Rogers, I have them beating the Cardinals though. That's fine. I, I was going to recap every four games. Okay, but that's fine. But that's fine. Go ahead. Unless Aaron Rodgers in week seven is lured in by John Elway, there's no way in hell the Browns are losing to the Denver Broncos. So we'll move past that five and two. Thus far, any objections? Oh, I got all kinds of them. Go ahead. I, I, well, I have the Browns at this point at six and one. It's a delusional fan alert. Delusional fan alert. It's a delusional fan alert. Delusional fan alert. You got him at five and two. I got him at six and one. How am I delusional? Delusional fan. I don't have him at. I, I have. I know. I'm talking to Ryan. I have three losses. The Browns are now six and two. And guess what? They got Pittsburgh at home, and I know what you're thinking. I'm going to hammer the Browns. Actually, I'm not. I think the Steelers are going to win the first game against the Browns. I really do. I think Mike Tomlin, I think it's early enough in the season that Big Ben's not dead yet. Um, (laughs) I I think that Mike Tomlin has a little chip on his shoulder from what what happened last year. I think Big Ben might show a little flash – of, of old Big Ben might throw a couple touchdowns and, and it might be a bad game for the Browns. But regardless, we'll be all right. Six and three, we move on. We have no better spot than to beat up on Joe Burrow than following a loss to Pittsburgh. Wrap me up, seven and three. The Browns are not losing to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Joe Burrow's not going to walk out of that game. No way. There's no way. Any objections there? I'm not sure he'll be there at week 10. We're seven and three. It's time to finish the job. There's a problem, though. Okay? 
and I think you know where this is going. We've got three losses, and we need four. It's coming in New England against Bill Belichick. Good. And I think Cam Newton will be still the quarterback. That's my teammate. That's my quarterback. I still think he'll be the quarterback in Foxborough. I don't like it. Give me the Patriots. Now, this is where it gets interesting. The Browns are now 7-4, and four, and they play Detroit. So, no, it doesn't get interesting. They kill Detroit. Okay, move past Detroit. It gets interesting after that. They now have a date with the Baltimore Ravens for three weeks. They play them, they get a bye, and they play them again. And, damn it, they're not losing either of them. They're mm-hmm. going to sweep the Ravens. Oh, yeah. They are sweeping the Ravens. Okay? Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweeping the Ratbirds. Oh, I have not had a owner like this since my damn anniversary. You're going to have one for three weeks, Scott. For three weeks in a hey, row. I had one on my anniversary. Three. He said three. It is the Browns are three. now 10 and four. The Browns are now 10 and four. They hit cruise control by beating the likes of the Green Bay Packers. On Christmas Day, we open presents with a win. Pittsburgh, second to last week of the season. They ain't losing that one. Not after losing in the, oh, Pittsburgh at home. Guess what? It's going to mm. be a beat down like it was last year at Heinz Field. The Browns beating down Big Ben or whoever they have in week 17. Nobody, nobody's going to throw on Miles Garrett. He's going to eat them alive with the playoffs around the corner. I promise you that. We finished this season with Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. That might be a loss because we only have four, and we've already clinched one of the higher seeds, probably a bye, and we might sit everybody, and Joe Burrow's trying to show that that he can compete. We could possibly lose that one. I'm not marking it in. Mark it down 13 and 4. Now that's sub change. I think that the whole neighborhood market. I will down. make a second schedule in a few weeks. I will make a second schedule in a few weeks without looking at my first one, and I will compare the two. And I will put the second one out. Some things might change. You never know. Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver. Oh, don't worry. We'll thing. keep track. Okay. Go ahead. You keep track. You go ahead. I, I, I actually have it all written down there, buddy. Oh, go. Good. Good, good, good. good I have good, the Browns good. at 13 and 4, but I have them losing at different times. 11 and 6. Still, it's over. And playing for a bye, I mean, there's only one bye. There's no longer two byes. So, I mean, yeah, if you've got a home game wrapped up, you probably won't play your starters the last week of the season, but. I'm not sure any quarterback in the AFC outside of Baker Mayfield is going to last the entire season. It's a delusional fan alert. Delusional fan alert. They're all going to get hurt. Yeah, Miles Garrett's just going to go around the league hitting everyone in the head with a helmet. No, I'm just saying it. Ben's old. He's injury prone. Joe Burrow's coming off of a bad knee. And Lamar Jackson's going to run around for his life because everybody's finally figured Baltimore out. It's a delusional fan alert. Delusional fan alert. Delusion, but I don't. See I don't the either. Chargers. I don't, I don't see the San Diego Chargers in, in in the league. Or the Los Angeles. They're not. The no. Los Angeles Chargers, on the other hand, have Justin Herbert. And <laughs> if everybody counted out Patrick Mahomes, 
when when the Chiefs went up and traded for him, everybody is counting out the Los Angeles Chargers, and they had very similar rookie seasons. Actually, Justin Herbert had a better rookie season than Patrick Mahomes. I don't think the Indians are going to beat the Chargers. Well, they play baseball, and the other one plays football. What is Chargers are good, man. You said Indians. You said Indians. You said Indians, but we know the Indians. And I don't think so either. (laughs) I think the Chargers are really good. They have a really good defense. I think Derwin James could be the best defensive back in the league, if not the best defensive player in the league. And the whole reason why I haven't done the official make your picks for the year yet is because we have not seen which quarterbacks are going to play. It don't matter to me. The only big ones are Denver and Green Bay, and I think the Browns win either well, way I, with both. I think Burrow is is still questionable, even though they're saying that he's probably going to play. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, I'm not going to say so, anything yet. I, I made the mistake last year of saying something, and Bob never let it go all year long. No, but... You made the projections still, before the actual You still used it against me every freaking week. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Yeah, that's true. Nah. 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 Yeah, please don't. Because I'll do nah. the same damn thing. Now, I, I thoroughly agreed with Playoffs? you on the Kansas City thing. I think I think the Indians are, or I, I think the Browns are going to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I, still I think thinking he's about Baker pitching. Mayfield playing right field and batting right seven? behind Shane Bieber. He might, hey, you know what? It's back. I had the Vikings him. winning. Well, there's of course two facts you do. They wear purple. We don't know what the draft has done to the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins could become a great quarterback if he's not lying on his back every other play. You don't know what's going to happen with that yet. I think that they picked up enough, plus it's going to be a home game for Minnesota. Chargers, I have that as a loss. They're playing in SoFi Stadium. First time they played the Chargers there. I I don't think that they can win. It's not even that. It's not even that. Look at look at their um look at their flight schedule. They play and I know they're professionals, but it still factors in. It still counts. It still matters. They're playing, they fly to Minnesota, they fly back to Cleveland, and then five days later they have to fly to California and play the Chargers. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like who says they're going to leave. What? Well, they, who they says may, they're gonna leave they may just go straight to California. Who says they're going to? Okay, you're right. And that would, well, okay, but then you're still, then you're factoring in um, like 10 days away from home. Okay. I used to spend 250 saying, days oh, on the road. Poor babies. Wait a minute. I can't talk about weather and baseball. I was just making a point that the that the geographic doesn't favor the Browns in that 
game against the Chargers, all right? And I don't like the Browns against the Chargers. I love Justin Herbert this year, and I think he's better than Baker Mayfield, and I think the Chargers have next to – next – this is the, the – the, if the bar was here for the, for the Chargers or the Browns roster, the Chargers is right neck and neck behind them. Bob, I will get team. back to you about the weather because I got something to say about that. But, Ryan – uh, the next loss that I have is the Patriots. Good I, God almighty. If I that think Cam Newton's going to be playing. I don't think that Cam will get pulled until week 11. I don't even think he's going to get pulled. Old scam. I think he's going to beat Cleveland too. The Ravens. I think they lose the first game. They win the second one. The only other loss that, that, that I have is the Green Bay Packers, which is contingent on who the quarterback is. 11 and 6, boys. Hey, it hits the over. It hits. I got him at 13. I got him at 13 and four. And the only difference I honestly, as far as wins and losses have with Ryan is Man, I, I haven't beaten the chiefs and losing one of the games. I'm actually the surprised that the delusional sports fan um, didn't have them going, you know, 17 and zero. four games and they beat the and chiefs delusional sports. Fan. You know, you guys call me the delusional sports fan. You guys are the that biggest is definitely Baker not Mayfield true. haters not in true the at all. World. That's not true at all. I wanted to pay him a contract. I want oh my good out of the three of us, I want to give him a contract now. Neither of you do. So how can I be the Baker Mayfield hater? He's got a good point. I wouldn't give him a contract right I'd now. I'd give him a contract right now. He is going For into his sophomore years, year. I would not only would I give him a contract, I would back. I would give him anything he wants. I'd back the Briggs truck up to his house. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I'll back that Brinks truck up to his house as long as Aaron Rodgers is hopping out of the back of it. Oh, for the love of Mike and a half. I can't comment about that. I can't comment about uh. that, all right? Anything else for your block? <laughs> I have such a what did do? What did do? That's all. That's it. That's all I got. All right, all everyone. We'll be back in a second. All right. Well, the PGA Tour is in Kiowa Island, South Carolina this weekend for the PGA Championship. And I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks because I that thought they were in Hawaii. Is a beast. The greens, no Kiwa Island. I South think Carolina. we need to go to Hawaii. We should. the 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 winds, the winds are howling. It, it the the greens are elevated. It, it, it is a treacherous course. I watched most of the first round today. I could not mm-hmm. believe how hard this course looks. It is Bryson DeChambeau flat out said, this is the hardest course on the PGA Tour, which he always tries to kill every course, which he can't do. Outside of Corey Connors at five under par, there are 106 
golfers within five shots of second place after the first round. That is incredible. Three under par is second place. Phil Mickelson is two under, Ooh. just three shots off of the lead. Some of the, uh, a lot of people like uh, Rory McIlroy going in. He's still there. I mean, what is he, tied for 75th? But he's only six shots back after the first round. This course is, a, is unbelievably hard. The winds, they gust. i seen guys just hitting in the weeds, in the water, in the sand. The sand traps are 40 feet deep. It is so hard to play. My favorite to win this thing is Colin Morikawa. I think he's going to rise up and end up winning it because he hits the ball straight. He doesn't have to hit it real high. And he, he, he is a great iron player and he can putt. I think at the end of the day, he's going to end up winning it. But man, this, when they were talking about how hard this course looked, I couldn't believe it. I invite you guys to watch some of this towards the weekend. It is incredible how if you hit the ball on the green and you roll it off the green, you are can't believe Rory is below the cut feet line. below the hole. Yeah, I know. He's, he's yeah, only the cut three, line's going to change tomorrow. Uh, three strokes above par, so. It, it's amazing uh, how lumped together these guys are. And outside of Connors, who, who had a really couple of nice shots to get him to five under, it's just been nip, nip and tucking. And I know it's day one, but man, I just can't believe how hard this course looks. I watched a little bit of guys? Uh, I sat back and said, this is a course that I think would totally spank the hell out of me. And uh, I would seriously be looking at a over an 80 on this course that would be bad there were six guys that shot over i would be right today. there with them uh this course is tough i mean did did you see how much sand lined uh almost every hole uh, it, it, dude dude it, it, there is no it's incredible safety zone if you it, if you get into the rough here you're done. No, there's not. Tack on another stroke. Could you so. play here? Could you play at this course as like a public? Just, a, just like, is it open to the public throughout the year? Um, the the, the South Course is the the Ocean Course is not the other the other eighteen. It's a thirty six hole course. Eighteen of it's public, yeah. but the Ocean Course is private. I mean, it's a definitely a it's definitely a place that I'd love to play at. Um, um, it's I like a TPC Tony course, isn't it? I like Tony Finau, or as I like to call him, Tony Finish. I like him to finish this one up. I I believe what is he plus two? He's like he's like sixty seventh on the leaderboard, but it's so yeah, but early that you you can't even tell really. Um, I mean. The PGA is something that I would have 
playing on my iPad or the TV in the background and I have it on, it's not something that I watch play by play. It's not, you know, it's not the NHL playoffs. It's not, you know, it's not a playoffs? playoff game. It's not, but it is a big, it's a big event. I stay tuned and I'm definitely more into it on like the Sundays than, than I, than I would be as, as early as it is this week. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great tournament and I, I would love to play there. That would be a great thing to do. I think any of them, one of them that I want to play at so bad is Pebble Beach. <laughs> Uh, Pebble Beach. Going, going back to Scott's point is there. There is he's right. There's nowhere good to miss on this course. If you're going for a green and you miss left, you're in a forty foot bunker. If you miss and, right, you're in ten foot weeds. I mean, it, and if you hit it over, like I said, you're thirty feet below the green. You can't even see the pin from where you're hitting. And you're literally five feet from the green, but you can't even see the pin. You're so far deep because the, the greens are so elevated. So there are five golf courses on that island, all owned by the same company, which is uh, yes. Kiowa Island Golf Resort. So, uh, yes, you could go there and play, but it's not guaranteed that you will play on the TPC course, the 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 professional course i yeah uh, i think the ocean okay of course i will be in ohio at the end of july end of july i will not be in ohio the end of july beginning of august oh oh i'll be at ryan's at the end of july oh that Oh, it makes perfect sense. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Was that planned? Was that like a planned thing? What? Okay, never mind. Scratch that. I was the first ever because he's staying at my house while yeah. while while I'm on vacation. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's gonna be? Am I going out of town and, <laughs> and you two are just gonna be living it up at my house? I am thoroughly going to do this podcast from jake's room oh! <laughs> you know what i'm gonna get up in the oh morning and i'm gonna be goodness. like this i mean yeah fine sure i don't care but i didn't okay okay hang on when do you get back when do i get back i'm leaving the i'm i will be gone the 24th through the, the 31st sleep. but i will i will be available for for this so you'll be back in in the beginning of august i'll still be here yeah yeah yeah. no we can still have strippers those strippers we have to get a female one for leitner has leitner been fixed has leitner been fixed oh get him a little song I'm not yeah, talking about that. I'm he's so pissed off know. about that whole subject. Um, I I will get in there about the 29th and be there until about the 4th. And you said you come back on what? The 30th? You look the so 31st. upset. I'm, I'm back the 31st. 
the, yeah, I'll be gone the 23rd through the 31st. Um, but yeah, I'll so be upset. here on August 1st. Me? Yeah. You really do look sad. I'm not sad. But you might miss the invitational. What invitational? The Bob and Scott invitational. How, when are you going back? Because I'll be here August 1st. There's no other way. 48, 48 holes of golf. Yeah. Yeah. 48 holes of golf. Not one day. Oh no, you you and I could you and I could finish Not it off one in two day. days. I'll be dead. Uh, uh, no, you, I can barely what? finish off nine. Dude, dude, well, I am a hundred pounds heavier with, than you, and I can do eighteen. <clears throat> oh yes. Oh, this was. This was the best golf segment I've but ever you, seen. Just watching Ryan's face. Watching his face go nuts. He does. He does. Wait till next year very, because I think next next year right we now. should do Maui. Wait. You, I can always tell when Ryan is irritated. His left eye is more I thought that was what he was right Just it's time for Bernie's Beats. Yeah, actually it is. It's now time for another edition oh. of Burley's Beats, a nice segment that I love to help everybody in the sports betting world get their credits from zero to 100,000, a million, however high they want them to go. <laughs> Ironically enough, the last time I spoke to you gentlemen, I was down... Oh, well, excuse me. I went from being up 32 units to being down as many as 12 units. But just like I promised, just like I promised, I delivered. It, is, it wasn't much. But after being down as many as 12 units the day before payday, I was able to cash out two units. And if you're not familiar with two units, that was able to buy my groceries and my round of golf today. So I'm happy. But regardless, it's seven weeks away from the boogeyman. Okay? Now, let's get into some picks that I like, some future bets that I like in the NHL. I also have some in the NBA, and we will also talk about the future bets that I already have in the MLB. The first thing that I like, and I kind of wish I would have waited on this one, um, especially because I predicted the Vegas Golden Knights to win the series against the Wild, but I did predict that the Wild would get a couple games there. I should have waited on this line, but I didn't. I took the Knights to win the Stanley Cup at plus 410, plus 410 odds. I threw two units on it. Two units would pay eight units on the Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup. I like that one a lot. They're knotted up with the Wild at one, going into a game three. Love that pick. I also... In the NHL, staying with the Golden Knights at minus 120. I couldn't believe this line. The Knights went down one to nothing against 
the Minnesota Wild, I immediately hammered minus 120. I put four and a half units on it to win four on the minus 120 that the Golden Knights would win the series against the Wild. It doesn't matter how many games it goes, nothing. They just have to move on against the Minnesota Wild, and I absolutely love that pick. In the NBA, there is a future bet for a series pick. And when hey, the line, excuse me. Hey, by the way, I, I trust the Golden Knights to go all the way. You did? Yeah. Congratulations. What did you get the line at? Uh, because I would it, have to actually go back into my thing. And check. But. Because the day after I submitted it at plus 410, they were plus eight hundred, and I, I was, I was so, you know, I don't know why I didn't. I should have doubled down on it. I don't know why I didn't, um, but I didn't. I took the the series win against the Wild instead. I think that's a sure lock. I love. I think that mine pick. was plus four hundred. Plus four hundred. That's great odds. That's. Which... I mean, that's that's not great odds for when you're trying to predict the champion. Normally, when I'm trying to predict a champion, I like to be up in the plus 1,000 range. But it is the playoffs, so you don't have to go through the regular season. So that is kind of nice. Now, we but I do Texas, like the Golden Knights. We in Texas are not allowed to bet online, um, which meant that I had to do my bet through Las Vegas and family members. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah. However, however you make it done, I I'm totally strictly for now just betting credits. I want to make that po- point very, very clear. It is nothing but credits, um, because obviously I do live in Ohio. Moving on to the NBA, I'm going to try to gain four units in credits on the New York Knicks, the series win over the Atlanta Hawks. There's absolutely no reason, in my opinion, that the Atlanta Hawks should be favored to win the series against the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks have been an absolute wagon to ride in the sports betting world the entire season. They have a great young group, a great young roster. A lot of people are questioning if they're playoff ready because they're so young and, and so inexperienced. And my, my, my comment to that is, how are the Atlanta Hawks any better with Trey Young and Clint Capella and Cam Reddish and all the boys that, that are so young and, and so inexperienced? So at even odds, four units would pay four units, giving the New York Knicks to win the series against the Atlanta Hawks. Doesn't matter how many games it goes. Doesn't matter how the outcome is scored. None of that. Just the series win against the Hawks. And I don't even think it goes seven. I think they finish it up at about five or six. I want to talk. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. You know, go ahead. No, I'm gonna, uh, I'm switching topics. No, 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 I'm going to switch to major league because I got a lot. Oh, Bob, go. Smack it up, Bob. So I so I've told you guys before about my my um, Philadelphia Phillies. You see, no. Sorry, <laughs> no. sorry, I cut that out. The. The, the, 
The Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies, I took them at plus 1,000 to win the NL East. Not the World Series, not the NL, just the NL East. The last time I checked, there's not a live line on it right now, like currently. I'll have to check in the morning. The last time I checked, they were to plus 325. So I had what? got that at, yes, I had got that at a steal at plus 1,000 before the season started. I didn't really believe the Phillies would win, and I've said this multiple times. I didn't truly believe that the Phillies, they weren't my pick to win the NL East. The Braves were my pick to win the NL East. But I thought the Phillies could come damn close. And when I saw them at plus 1,000, I said that is that, that is a must play, and I hammered it. And I'm glad I did. They're right neck and neck um, in first place in the NL East, looking very good. But that's not really my main thing. My main thing would be my picks to win – or not to win, but to go to the World Series. My picks to go to the World Series were the Braves and the White Sox. I am not changing my my um, White Sox pick, but I am telling you this right now. As soon as the window opens up in the morning, I will be running right to it to hammer the San Diego Padres to go to the World Series out of the National League. That will give me better odds. I will now have the Braves and the Padres, two teams that will definitely be in the playoffs, and that's just really good odds if you ask me. The odds for them to win the World Series or go to the World Series would have to be more than plus 1,000. I like that a lot. And the reason I'm changing my pick is through the 40 games that we've seen, I don't think that the Braves pitching and bullpen in particular can keep up with the, the San Diego Padres. Not only do the San Diego Padres have an outstanding lineup, one through nine, when it comes to hitting the ball all over the field and out of the park, they have, I think, the best pitching staff in baseball when healthy. I love the Dodgers pitching staff. I don't love it more than the Padres. And I didn't think that was going to be the case at the beginning of the season. I love the San Diego Padres. I thought at the beginning that they were a little early, a little premature. Give them one or two more years. I love the San Diego Padres. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of a fan, Not a of, fan of that. I think the Padres are, uh, I, I think they're going to go all the way. If you I don't can think, guarantee, I don't think the Dodgers can make it. I don't think they're going to repeat. No, I, 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 they have too many people hurt. The way I look at it is the Braves and the Padres will definitely be there when it comes down to the playoffs, and I will roll my chances with one of those teams not winning the World Series but going to the World Series at plus 1,000 odds. I love that. Those are the two best teams in the National League, I think. Um, the Dodgers line would be probably somewhere along the lines of, like, plus 250 to go to the World Series. That is a line that I see every single day in a, in a nine-inning baseball game. So I'm cool. I'm not going to – I'm not even going to mess with that. Uh, not for a future bet, at least. I'm not going to sit who, for four who'd you have on, on the, Who'd you have on the American League? The American League, my, my pick 
I, I'd have to look. It's in the plus 1,000s to go to the World Series out of the American League is the Chicago White Sox. And I'm not changing that pick. I'm not doubling down on it because I don't see anybody else in the American League that I like more than the White Sox. Yankees. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, don't I like think the Yankees are tougher than, than the White Sox. They're, that is their number one competition. I, no, that is their number one competition. No Cleveland fan, no Texas fan, no fan whatsoever ever wants to say that the Yankees are the toughest team in the American League. But I, if I they think, can stay healthy and their pitching staff can stay healthy, they will be there. But I just, I still think I like the White Sox more. I think the White Sox are maybe not a little deeper, but. I don't know. I like the White Sox a lot. I like the White Sox pitching staff a lot. I think it is very underrated. I think it's going to be this year in the American League, it's going to come down to injuries. It's not going to come down to talent. There's too many teams that are that are that are close enough to each other to where they're 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 going to be tough to beat. Chicago is going to be tough. New York's going to be tough. Boston's going to be tough. Well, hey, I invite you both to look at the major league standings from American League all the way down to the National League and look at the American League's record on the road compared to the National League's record on the road. It's mind-boggling. What are you saying? Yeah, oh. Explain. There's like, there's, there's only like five American league teams that have sub 500 records on the road. And there's only like six national league teams that have winning records on the roads that matters going through the season. I mean, I don't like, I don't like, are you are you trying to say the American League is better than the National League? That's what I think you're saying. I think you're absolutely, absolutely wrong. That, top I think to you're bottom, absolutely, absolutely wrong. That's what I'm because saying. you've got teams like the Cardinals and the Giants who can compete with the the best teams in the American League right now. Who, who the Red Sox and the and the White Sox and the Yankees. You got teams like that who are supposed to be at the bottom of the league who are competing. How can you say that? How could you say the American League is better than the, the National League? They're way better teams than the National League. Well, okay, well, all I heard going into the season was how bad the Indians were going to be. They're two games out of first oh place, the best team in baseball. Who is your so, pick yeah, to go to matters. the World Series? Totally and I'll matters. tell you what the odds are in the morning, and you can, and you can bet them. And I I'm, will be happy to watch you lose, lose your credits. Yes. No, both. In the American League right now? In, okay. Uh, the National League. Still the Braves. Even, without the, the Braves. even with no pitching. In the American League. They'll figure and it out. I don't even they know if their inner lineup is do, as deep as I thought. Dansby Swanson, back. it was a key guy. A key guy when it came to me picking them to win the go to the World Series. And win really, and he hasn't hit in a lick. Ozzy Albies has been hurt. 
In the American League, I don't know. Well, you just said that Cleveland was the best team in the American League. There are too many. Yes, you did. That'd be a great bet. You'd get that at like plus 4,000. I said that'd be about plus 4,000. Everybody said going into this season, everybody said going into this season that the Indians were going to be a sub-500 team probably third or fourth place in their division, and then no shot at the playoffs. 25% into the season, as of today, they're two games out of first place to what everybody they says is the best team in baseball. And they have the best I mean, the, Hey, it's... They've played everybody... I don't have a line on that right now, twice, oh but God. if you want... I, I If you want... I could probably get you that at about plus four thousand, if not higher, maybe plus four forty five hundred on the Indians to not win but go to the World Series. If you want, you can do that easily. How did the Indians do against the White Sox? Hell, I might even do that. Um, I believe How about that's the first last time? time they split, if I was correct. How about Kansas City? Uh, they lost two out of three. Um, I, 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 you know what? They are Have probably they played close the Yankees to with them. If they play Boston, yeah, they got swept. If they played Tampa Bay, no. The Indians to go to the World Series at plus Have they played Houston? one unit would pay 40 units. You cannot care about Houston. I don't care about Houston. They are in the American League. Houston Houston comes to town July 4th weekend. Get your trash cans. Okay, I'll no. be there. Okay, but, but okay, but okay, but have the White Sox and the in the Royals and the White well, Sox, the White Sox, played Sox all have these played teams the either. I don't think they have. Okay. I don't know. I'll have to look at the schedule. I don't think they have. But regardless, I mean, I I think really the whole point was just to find good value, and I thought I did that with the the Padres pick. That was the whole point of this. I don't see any other value in in, in the American League because the Yankees' dad and or Scott, the reason I won't take the Yankees would be the same reason I won't take the Dodgers because they're going to be at like plus 200 to win the thing. And that's not worth my time of sitting around and waiting. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, I don't take, I don't take a plus 200 future. The only time I would ever do that is if it would be LeBron James would have to be in the series. Only way. Okay, again, I, I'm not the bigger I'm not a gambling expert. I'm just saying what I see and I don't know the numbers. I don't get the numbers. I don't bet. That's cool. You do. Great. I I I totally respect what you say and everybody else should too. But I don't it's just not it's just not my thing. I just can only say what I see so far. And as far as hockey goes, I have no idea. The Capitals could win the Stanley Cup. I I have no clue. Well, I think the Golden Knights are going to win the Stanley Cup. 
put ten down on this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this. Hello. Yeah. Hi, mom. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I've told him. He doesn't listen. You're still listening. Tell grandma to hammer the right, white knights at plus four ten. Actually, she could probably get him at like plus five hundred now. I'll tell him. That's enough. That's enough. Grandma doesn't like Back to you, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> On behalf of Mr. Oshimaida, Burley Gunner, as well as myself, we'd like to say thank you for listening to the Cleveland Sports Fan. Please go to clevelandsportsfan.com to link up to our podcast or our YouTube channel. To join our Patreon page, go to www.patreon.com backslash Cleveland Sports Fan. You can find full-length videos of everything that we record there. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Cleveland Sports Fan. And on Twitter, my Twitter handle is at TheClevelandFA1. Twitter will be at Burley Gunner. And don't worry, you will never get a hold of Bob. I don't even know what Twitter is. Once again, thank you for listening. Be kind to each other. Support your military and veterans. And have a fine, fine Cleveland day. Wait. Wait.